of After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host and the owner of RAWF in the game we all know as Wrestler Unstoppable. I am Lauren Amadeus, my co-host. He is the one and only. Is El Vacant Hola El Vacant 
I am wonderful, actually. I am. I am awesome. I am. I it was had a week and a half off because we did a pay per view last Friday. No show on Saturday. No superstars. Ah, I'm feeling really good. And of course, the things that went down at Black Friday, most of them pleased me. And uh, we'll be talking about that in just a minute. But how was your week? I mean, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. You know. We had the pay-per-view. Uh, I mean, I got my matches at pay-per-view. I mean, they didn't go quite the way I liked, but they were good fights. You know, and, and I just what that's what I like. I like a good scrap, you know. Uh, you know, and then ever since then, you know, I had had a couple a couple of ladies, you know, help me, you know, lick my wounds, if you would, for the door over the week. So, you know, <coughs> well. Lick your never mind. All right, well, good. That's awesome. Awesome. Glad you had a good week. I had a good week, folks. And I forgot to mention this in the uh, in the the scene, but tonight the Saturday Night Championship will be on the line. I do believe Beast is in attendance, the reigning champion. And uh, if you're out in the chat, you're in RAWF. There's a chance you may get yourself a Saturday Night Title shot tonight. Uh, I, I see you over there. No, you're not eligible. No. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Well, he's a. He's already got like seven championships. Or, no, actually, right now, currently, sitting at six officially. But we're waiting on one other match to be able to announce the if he actually walked out of Black Friday with six championships. But that being said, he is the new world heavyweight champion after defeating Mithras in the main event at Black Friday. In a Fubar City street fight for the World Heavyweight Championship, the Immortal Griffith is your new World Heavyweight Champion, and it is it, so. It's, I believe it's his fifth, sixth, one of the two, uh, something like that. Uh, reign at least, six. at least six. So he he walked out with the, with a world title. So we'll be talking with him in just a little bit. Get his. Uh, uh, Six times. All right. Thank you, Griffin. I I know you keep keep track of that. So, all right. So six world heavyweight re- championship reigns for the immortal Griffith, and uh, yeah, awesome. Congratulations, Griffith, new world heavyweight champion. We also have <laughs> a new platinum dragon champion. IKP defeated the Teflon Sheik to take back the platinum <laughs> dragon championship. <laughs> Iceman King Parsons, IKP, defeated the Teflon Sheik to become the new Platinum Dragon Champion. So, congratulations, IKP, the new Platinum Dragon Champion. We'll be talking with him in just a little while as well. Um, Also, Paragon of Greatness, still your national champion in a really good match against Boney. That one, although ended in a bit of a, a bit of a controversy, just a tiny bit. Uh, just, a touch. We'll more, just a touch. We'll talk more about that in just a little bit as well. Tigris in a um, probably the best match of the night uh, for my money. Tigris defeated the Cougar for the Estrogen Champ to retain her Estrogen Championship. That one was one hell of a match, uh, considering. Uh, Coogs's, you know, Coogs condition and whatnot. Coogs was able to retain the Fubar City Championship against Hot Shot Chaz. So 
she walked out as walked in as Sue Varsity Champion, walked out as Sue Varsity Champion. Uh, so not a bad night for Coobs. Uh, Mabel Hare is still your Midnight Hobo Champion after defeating Beast. Claymore is still your Multimedia Champion after defeating the original Bully for the second pay-per-view in a row. However, we do have a new Powerball Champion as Boney beat Mark Caliber and at the end of it sent him off in an ambulance, which led to the controversy and the national title match. Uh, with Alex Caliber, Mark's, Mark's brother, appearing at ringside and uh, causing a bit of a distraction, covering Bodie and blood and whatnot, it was. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk to we'll we'll get some more information on that in just a little while. White Lightning Griff is still your White Lightning champion after defeating the unsettled Chris Cage in the high voltage steel cage. Killer Neptune is still your champion's choice champion. Uh, by defeating Liam O'Shaughnessy, but that match was a a pretty good match for considering Liam's uh, restrictions in that match. It was still a pretty competitive match there for a while until Killa uh, finished him off there. Champion's Choice champion is still Killa Neptune. Immortal Griffith still your Hatfield McCoy champion after defeating Wolfie. And Tigress will be is officially now the last ever hormonal champion. She defeated IKP. She will go down and rec- go down uh, as the last official hormonal champion. So, congratulations to Tigress. A little history there for her. Um, Strangleheart won his Texas Bull Rope match against the Nightcrawler. So that's two pay-per-views in a row, two Texas Bull Rope matches for Strangleheart. Uh, Hobo Ezekiel won the naked Fubar City street fight against Hardcore Metal Man. Uh, the boiler room brawl between Mike Denunzio and Shadow Press ended in a draw because apparently somebody attacked both of them uh, in the boiler room. Uh, that one actually officially ended in a draw. Fubar City tag team fight Hotness defeated Amor. The hundred buck, the hundred wrestler buck challenge went to Cassie Joe. She defeated Dees, and uh, there was one other. I thought I had There's some controversy in that match too. Oh, did he's, I miss cl- he's claiming she broke the rules. Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying that he had an interview where he said. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, though, Lincoln. I'll I'll look into that. At any rate. So that is our Black Friday report. Still other matches not reported in. We do not know the official result of the men's championship match, the Triple Crown championship match, the tag team championship match, and Thanksgiving bash between Crushing Kelly and Moxie is also still underway. So... With that being said, ah, all right. So, L Vacant, you have the updated hey. rankings. Why don't you go ahead and uh, enlighten everybody? I can do that. All right. So, remember, this is not this is not finals. Right? This is the eight out of ten matches. So, you you keep in mind. You know, you have. Uh, you know, you have the pay-per-view match and the match before that. That has to still come to play. So if you know how you didn't those, maybe you can do a little math, yeah? All right. So 
We're going to stop all the way down to 25th place, and we're going to start there. In 25th place, we have the current Triple Crown champion, the Hawkster Bully. In 24th place, we have, oh, it's been a while since he's been up here, the Redneck Avenger. Good for it. In 23rd place, we have Money Sue. Ooh, pardon me. Too many cervezas. Uh, in 22nd place, we have the original Bully. So, you know, father and son both, you know, sticking in there. In 21st place, we have the most uh, aptly named individual in the company, the unsettled Chris Cage. In 20th place, we have the current Powerball champion, Boney. In 19th place, we have the current Fubar City champion, the Cougar. In 18th place, we have the power player, Mr. Respect himself, Luke Cage. In 17th place, we have everyone's favorite Brick City bard, the man with the, 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 the rhymes on his lips and the wiggle in his hips. That's right. That's him, Mr. Liam O'Shaughnessy. Uh, in 16th place, we have everybody's favorite X-Men, Nightcrawler. Uh, you know, I, I'm still not exactly sure what happened to his tail, but, you know, probably an unfair advantage in the ring. So it's good it's gone. All right. In 15th place, we have Hobo Ezekiel. Yeah, clickety-clack, get the Hobo attack. That's right. Right, in 14th place, we have, oh, look at these, Domino Warrior is now in 14th place. Good for her. In 13th place, we have our current estrogen champion, Tigress Farrar. In 12th place, we have Crushing Kelly. That, that's fun to say, too, Crushing Kelly. In 11th place, we have Mithras in the title machine himself. Look at that. Uh, in 10th place, we have, hold on, B. In ninth place, we have Lady Vex. In eighth place, we have our current Midnight Ovo champion, Mavo Hair in eighth place. That's right. That's good for her. In seventh place, we have our no longer Platinum Dragon champion, Deflon Sheik. In sixth place, we have our no Platinum Dragon champion, Iceman King Parson. By the way, Iceman, I see you out there. Hola. The belt looks very good on you. Very dashing. Good for you. Uh, in fifth place, we have Strangleheart. In fourth place, we have, you know, I got I to gotta back up, you know, I, I, I actually, you know, when we announced that he was in first place in, in week four, uh, you know, I, I sounded very incredulous, you know, I was very surprised, and admittedly, I was very surprised, but, you know, going back and reviewing the tapes, I, I, I have to apologize to him because, you know, he, he, he's really been stepping up his game here in RAWF, and that should be acknowledged, so I apologize that I was taken so un, un, unawares uh, last, last show. All right, in fourth place, we have our multimedia champion, Claymore. In third place. Oh, look at this, Mr. Third Place over here. The Paragon of Greatness sneaking up in the third place. And then, okay, sneaking in the second place. Side is in second place. And in first place, the, okay, hold on. This is going to take a minute. The World Men Superstars White Lightning Ultimate Gauntlet Hats of the McCoy Champion, the Immortal Eagle Griffith. All right. That is eight out of the ten, and I tell you what, it's a very close race at the top, near the top, ladies and gentlemen. A very close race between several wrestlers, and uh, it is. It, it, we will know once I'm able to tab- tabulate all the Black Friday results and the round robin uh, that was the day before that. Uh, we'll have our final rankings and have our contender matches set up. So, oh, but that. We gotta when we look at the rankings, we gotta say, uh, size. Where the hell did he come from? Right. <laughs> uh, like was he even uh, in the top ten when I read this last time? 
I don't think yes. he was. Yes, yes, he was. Yes. I thought he was in like thirteenth or something. No, last time you read okay. it, he was he was near the top as well. I'm just saying, uh, he just boo, you know. But yeah. Anywho, that is that is your uh, top twenty after eight out of ten matches. So. That being said, tomorrow's Superstars, ladies and gentlemen, comes to you live from the Ball Center in Denver, Colorado. The main event for the Superstars Championship, the Immortal Griffith defends against Hobo Ezekiel. That is your main event, a rematch from the number one world number one contender match a couple of weeks ago. It will be Griffith and Hobo Ezekiel. All right. With that being said, let's get to some GM reports. There is no tag report from Unstoppable at this time, uh, as well as no 32 to 1 report uh, from Raven. Uh, Here, let me get it. This is from PG Psycho Girl, the lovely Psycho Girl. She is, of course, the Road to Stardom GM. Uh, these won the ultimate prize of 350 wrestle bucks on the first road to stardom. So congratulations to these. Uh, there is a second edition in signups now and hold on. I can give you the yeah, answer. It's in signups now. And I'll tell you right now, she's up in the, the final prize to 500 wrestler bucks, uh, for the second one. So, uh, if you haven't joined the Road to Stardom and, and you want to get into it, go to the Road to Stardom scene. You can find it on the main page on the RAWF website. All right. Uh, high Voltage. Coogs will be joining us later, but the only thing she said to report is that High Voltage signups have been extended until tomorrow at 5 p.m. And uh, that there will on- there are only three spots available uh, so there's only three tournaments, so it's going to be a little bit more competitive to get into the High Voltage Invitational. All right, and let's I think we actually have a couple other GMs. Yes, Saturday night. I just want to remind you all, Saturday night title match will be tonight. Beast to defend at the top of the hour against a member. Of R.A.W.F. that is in tonight's chat. The championship committee is watching, uh, so you might just get a shot at uh, the Saturday Night title, maybe. All right, where was I? Ah, oh, yes, two more GMs. Let's bring on our ultimate gauntlet GM. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. Go and have your family slam. Fuck around, be the next kind of grand big. Don't weigh on the counter, don't bother with the cake. Can't keep me like the way I need my face. Go and take me, take where the dead man sleeps. 
gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, L.A., and we've got ourselves a little bit of an update here in the Ultimate Gauntlet. Last time we left off, the Lady of Anarchy Cougar was on a run, having defeated Psy, having defeated Big F and Hitman, having defeated Beast, having defeated BD2, being on the precipice of a title shot just one match away. However, she could not get the job done as Wildfire defeated Cougar and has now begun her run after defeating Cougar and then defeating Mark Caliber. She is now against Psycho Girl in her third match on the gauntlet run. All right. Sounds like it's going to be been a lot of action in the gauntlet. Good job, Paragon. Thank you very much. Stick around. Got to talk to you in a little bit. Let's bring on now our Powerball GM. He is the one and only. right after the pay-per-view. I had 16 individuals make the tournament this time. And those individuals are Mrs. Jackie, Griffith, Cy, Big F and Hitman, Tiggs, The Hawkster Bully, Cassie Joe, Liam O'Shaughnessy, Cougar, Hobo, Paragon, Boney, Lunatic Calvin Clark, Katrina Havoc, Marcus Desaad, and Claymore. And I might add that if Boney, who is the champion, wins the tournament, he gets to choose his opponent out of those contenders. Ooh, okay. All right. So it's it's not often we see the Powerball champion in the Powerball tournament, but if he does win, he gets to choose his own own opponent out of the out of that list. Uh okay. Very good. Very good, Razor. Thank you very much, sir. Anything else to add? No, sir. That's it. All right. Thank you, Razor. That was your GM reports for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, stay tuned in upcoming weeks for more updates. All right. Uh, so Black Friday is now almost in the books. Uh, I do have. Oh wait, I'm getting a new news flash here, ladies and gentlemen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he has done it. The Immortal Griffith has retained the men's championship 
against the Hawkster. He now officially holds six RAWF championships, which is now an official record. So he's now. I ought to make him. I ought to make you read the read the list again, Elvigan, just so I have to, so you can add the one, one more title to the. But I suppose it doesn't matter. I mean, I could try to get that much wind. I, <laughs> no, it's all right. Actually, technically, I believe that you already had said men's champion because he was still men's champion at press time. So, well. Then let's bring in the man who currently has more belts than he needs or th- than any man should be able to hold- carry. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious. WF Men's Champion, Hatfield McCoy, White Lightning, Superstars, Ultimate Gauntlet. I don't believe I missed any other than the big one. He is your new RAWF World of Weight Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. <clears throat> Good evening, sir. <laughs> Good evening. Well, Griffith. <clears throat> You did you you did the impossible, and I, I I really believe I really I not that I don't have faith in you in your abilities, faith in everything you, to back up what you say you can do, but you have to admit it was a tall order even for someone as you, but you managed to pull it off. Now that we're past the Rubicon, I I can speak a little more plainly about it. I didn't think I was going to do it. I set myself a task. And it was rough. And there were times at that pay-per-view that it looked bleak. I mean, you know, I had one match that went the way I wanted it to go. And every other match, they, I mean, they made me pay for it and I, and, and pay, you know, I, I, you know, my opening match went pretty well for me. You know, I was, I was, I was focused. I took that to town. It went the way I wanted it to. And I had a you know, really good showing and I just, dominated that match but, you know then I walked in <laughs> and then I walked into that cage I walked into that cage with a complete and utter sociopath and he 
took it to me. I, 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 I cannot stress enough how close that match was, how, you know, what it took to get off that mat as the, the, the times that I did and what it took to keep him down on that mat. So my hat's off to, to Chris Cage. That was an incredible match. But I got to tell you, like, after going through that, you know, I had two more matches to go. And it took some it took some stuff out of me. I mean, I, you know, going in there against Hawkster, I wasn't 100%. And I'm not trying to make any excuses. But, like, he, he saw where I was weak and he attacked it, which is, you know, smart and good for him. And he, but he gave me another hell of a match. That match could have gone either way. You know, I just, I, I'm just, you know, I just, I, I refused to stay down and it went my way, you know. And then I, then I, then I got to go out into that alley to fight the beast, the monster that is the title machine. You know, you saw, everyone saw how that match started. I, it took me a while to just get my wind back after the match with Hawkster. It's like, I mean, he was taking me to task and, you know, I finally, you know, like, something snapped. Like, I just, I refused to go down like that, and something snapped, and I just didn't feel the pain anymore, and I was just able to fight, you know. But, you know, again, everyone saw how that match ended. I mean, we literally, I, I, I have the world championship because I happened to land on top when we both were knocked unconscious. Like, I, like that's that's how tight that match was. So... You know, look, my hat's off to all of my competitors from Black Friday. That y- y- y'all, y'all took me to town. You, you took me to task. There, there's no questioning the heart and soul that is this entire company. And y'all, you did us proud. Congratulations to all of you. So that being said, Griff, would you consider it the biggest n- night of your career, considering what was accomplished? I mean, I set two world records in one night that in all likelihood may never be beaten. How do I, I mean, how is, how is it not the biggest night I've ever had here? I mean, that other than the night where I got inducted to the hall of fame, I, I don't, I mean, what else, what else is there? You know, um, I kind of want to address something you said. I mean, and you said it sort of half jokingly, but only half jokingly, I'm sure, you know, about this having more belts than any one man could have, should have thing like that. And, you know, a lot of people have some interesting theories about me and how I do, how I do things and why I do things. And, you know, and, oh, he's greedy and he does all this, but you know, you know, this for a fact, um, you know, the last time when I set the record for five titles, I made a concerted effort to say, you know what, this isn't good for REWF. And we, we had a meeting about it. Right. If you recall this, I said, you know, it's uh-huh. not good for REWF to, for the spotlight to sign solely on one person. Right. And I decided Hey, you know, when I start losing these belts, because it's going to happen, when I start losing these belts, I'm, I'm going to concentrate on one at a time. And that's just what I'm going to do to make sure that, you know, the spotlight's around. And, and, you know, and I did that for the good of the company, not, you know, not necessarily because I was like, oh, I think, you know, so and so needs a title, but because I thought, uh, you know, there's only so much that only so much REWF can grow if, you know, I and Paragon and Mythos are dominating everything and no one gets to do anything, right? Like it, you just can't have that. A company doesn't grow that way. This isn't WWE in the eighties where it was the Hulk Hogan show. That's, that's not what's going on, you know? So I made a concerted effort to not do that, you know? And, and people wonder, well, why, why the change then? Because, you know, you, you about six months ago, you started on this little this journey. Um, and it was because I needed to, I needed to prove some things to some people, you know, some people, 
you know, were very disrespectful. Some people were seem to forget who and what I am and who and where they are, you know? So, you know, and, uh, you know, I got tired of it. I got fed up, you know, people making noise about how, you know, I did my accomplishments went back, you know, before they were here or, you know, before, you know, R.A.W. blew up and became the, you know, the mega stars is today. And what they're rejecting is that I'm one of the reasons that R.A.W. became what it is today. You know, not to belittle your work, L.A., certainly, I hope you understand I'm not, I'm not say, taking all the credit here, but, I, you know, but the people like me, Paragon, you, you know, like, it's our backs that this is built upon, you know, so to come in here and to just disrespect that work and to disrespect our abilities, that wasn't going to fly. So I made a point of going out here and proving that regardless of where we are now in the REWF, if I choose to, I will dominate. And now... Good luck disputing it. Six titles, six times world champion. I am exactly who I say I am. And y'all need to remember it. When you get in that ring with me, <laughs> you who, I'll make you famous. Well, congratulations, Griff. It's certainly, um, monumental accomplishment and like you said it may never be duplicated by anybody it would be very difficult for anybody to uh, duplicate six titles at one time and possibly even harder for someone to win six world championships but we will find out I'm sure in the future if but so all that being said I'd like to I'd like to say something okay I can't just it wouldn't be fair to anybody to just vacate a bunch of titles. That wouldn't be fair, right? That would, dis- that would, that would be disrespectful. But what I am mm-hmm. going to do is every single week, as long as I have these titles, I will choose a second title to defend on Superstars, assuming I still have the, super, the Superstars title. Okay. I already have permission from one of the the special GMs to do so with her division. So we're going to start with the high voltage invitational. The white lightning. C. What did you say? I'm the Spanish one. Why are you? Shut up. You don't get a shot. You're too big. Go away. <laughs> I, I'm okay. All right. So you're going to defend the white lightning title tomorrow in Denver. Correct. And your opponent? I think after the show he put on at Black Friday, he deserves a rematch. Chris Cage, lace him back up. Get ready some more for some more juice. You and me one more time in that cage. All right. Wow. Then that is the that will be so you'll be pulling double duty again. Tomorrow on Superstars, defending the Superstars title against Hobo Ezekiel and the White Lightning Championship against Chris Cage. Wow. Uh, nobody can say you're not a fighting champion because that is certainly going to be a, a, a interesting evening for you in Denver. All right. So moving right along, Superstars Championship against Hobo Ezekiel. You just beat him a couple weeks ago to gain a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship. What's on your mind when you know you have to face him again tomorrow? 
the same things that's on my mind every time I've ever had to face him. My God, he stinks. And, well, I mean, and I've been talking to Dan Levitan, trying to get him to give up the idea and, and just leave Hobo alone because I think Hobo's paid the price uh, for attacking him several weeks ago uh, after all this shot collar bullshit. Hopefully that's does all out the window and Hobo will actually be, act- be able to focus on fighting you tomorrow in Denver. But we will see how that works. Uh, but congratulations, Griffith. Anything else? Any last words for the R.A.W.F. unit multiverse? No, I think I've said what I need to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is, among other things, your R.A.W.F. world heavyweight champion. Tomorrow he goes and defends two of his titles on Superstars in Denver. Thank you, Griffith. No problem. All right, I have gotten a text from the championship committee. Beast, who I believe is our reigning Saturday night champion at the top of the hour, will defend that title against Hotshot Chaz. Hotshot Chaz getting the opportunity at the Saturday night championship tonight. So it will be Beast versus Chaz here in about 20 or 30 minutes. So, wow, that ought to be a good one, though, Lincoln. I'm looking forward to that. Chaz is Chaz isn't making a lot of noise as of late, has yet to win REWF gold, but he gets an opportunity tonight with the Saturday Night Championship. That'd be uh, it. Hmm? What was that? I'm sorry, what? I'm, no, the immortal one over here was trying to yak at me on the way out the door. I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, I was just saying it's going to be Beast versus Hot Shot Chaz tonight for the Saturday Night title. Should be a good match. Well, yes, see, that ought to be an amazing match. I'm sorry I missed that announcement. Chatterbox over there. <laughs> well, you know, he's got a lot of reason. He's got a lot of good reasons right now uh, to be talking, is, does the Immortal Griffith. But so does our next guest, ladies and gentlemen. He is your new reigning Platinum Dragon champion, brand new shiny belt and all, he is the one and only Ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman King Parsons, the new Platinum Dragon Champion, IKBP, congratulations, sir. Thanks, boss man. It feels good. Vacant hate oh. man. Uh, doing pretty good. I bet you're not as good as you right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels pretty good. But I do, but, but, uh, boss man, I got to correct you. It wasn't just defeat. That was just an old fashioned ass whooping that I gave the sheep. Just want just just have to put it out there. 
I know. I loved, enjoyed every second of it, IKP. I certainly did. It was exactly what I'd hoped for. It is exactly what a, we a, a lot of us hoped for. You whooped that ass. You whooped that camel jockey's ass, and it was it was wonderful. Uh, new Platinum Dragon Championship, and uh, congratulations. And I'm sure you've been around long enough to know what that title means here in RAWF. Uh, so with that being said, I am, I am pleased and I am pleased that you are the new platinum dragon champion, whether chic aside, I'm glad that you won it, sir. Thanks. Thank you. And man, let me get this belt up here on the table. I mean, look at this thing. It is. Bit, you guys outdid yourself. This belt is gorgeous. <laughs> yes, it is. That is the new Platinum and, Dragon and, and Championship. It looks, and it looks great around the sexy waist of the man of twisted steel and sex appeal. I'm just saying. It's a perfect compliment. <laughs> yes, it does. It looks good on you, AKP. I, I, I won't lie. Uh, and, and congratulations once again. Bring in the Platinum Dragon Championship to Black Irish. Uh, you add the Midnight Hobo title. That's two very prominent titles that Black Irish now holds. Black Irish starting to uh, assert their dominance, assert their will. Uh, so with that being said, IKP, tell me what your plans are as Platinum Dragon Champion. Well, like I said in my uh, interview, you know, after the match, and um, you know, I want to bring – I just want to make sure that I bring the honor and the dignity and the class back to this title um, and be a fighting champion. I mean, I want to do this belt proud, and I want to do the company proud while I carry it. So that's pretty much my plans. But, you know, I plan on keeping it for quite a long time. And the Sheik will never, ever... If I have anything to say about it, get anywhere near this title again. All right. Awesome. I, I, I hope not. I hope not, uh, AKP. I certainly do. But, so, uh, so, they, um, so, you know, look, you, you came on here, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the other week, and it turns out, you know, we heard that. Uh, you had asked uh, the immortal one over there, you know, to to help you with with you know training for the sheik and all that. And it seems like you know he did mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know how that how was that like working with him? Like 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 was his ego just completely like just making it impossible to deal with, or you know was he a good coach? Like how did that work? Well, I, I will say I will say this: Griff and I both put our egos to the side to take care of a common enemy. Um, and Vex getting involved was just icing on the cake too, because she had some, he had some payback coming with uh, with her too. Um, but yeah, working with Griff wasn't a problem. As a matter of fact, I think we, you know, I mean, you see from the match, I'd say we made a pretty good team there. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the match, there, uh, he, he looked like he got a little intense with you for a moment there, but then you know it seemed to fade. So. You know, any any uh, any words for the fans about what that was all about? 
Uh, let's just say that's between that was between Griff and myself. We'll leave it at that. Playing it close to the vest as usual, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That's between us. So. Uh, all right. But, I but, but on the desk, I do. I do have a favor I need to ask of you, though. Okay. Um, there was a few weeks ago. There was a Liam's Poetry Hour, and. Things got a little heated, and Slashy got his back all up about, I guess he thought I had uh, disparaged his, his lady lady or whatever, and he challenged me to a Fubar City street fight, which I accepted, but he's yet to step up and, and reach out and set the match up. So I would love it if you would set that match up for me and Slashy for superstars tomorrow. Well, IKP, I, first of all, I will see if I can make that happen. No promises. I'll let you know. You'll find out tomorrow uh, when you come to the arena whether that match will happen. All right? Sounds like a plan. All right. Sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, your new Platinum Dragon champion, the Iceman King Parsons. Congratulations once again, IKP. And uh, good luck in the future defending the title. Thank you, sir. Excuse me. In about 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen, we will have live right here on After Hours some R.A.W.F. action, a title match. The Saturday Night Championship will be on the line as Beast defends against Hot Shot Chaz. Should be a uh, really good match. Looking forward to it. But now I turn back to our reigning national champion, the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, good evening again. How you doing, LA? I'm doing good. So, Paragon, uh, victorious. You are still national champion. Your other match against Claymore still undecided. We'll talk about that next week once that that result is in, but uh, still the national championship after defeating Boney. Boney gave you one hell of a match, uh, and we thought, you know, there at the end, it was going to, he, he might have had you, but there was a little extracurricular activity at the end. Why don't you uh, enlighten us? Um, so it was a bit of a gruesome sight to see because uh, I'll tell you what. Neither man in that match had any any acknowledgement that this was going to happen. It, it caught us both completely off guard. It was very um, surprising as a, a bit of a shock situation. Um, the two of us are in the middle of a heated match. It's it's very competitive. We're right here at the wire. Like the fans know they they can feel it. This is the end of the match. Like. The two of us, we're both at the end of our ropes. It's it's about done. And the lights go out. And when they come back on, it's, Boney is just covered in blood. It's It was, you know, I it was, it was frightening for me, so I can't even imagine the situation for Boney. Uh, you know, I, I did what I could in, in this situation. You know, I... You never want to take advantage of something like this. That's not the sportsman-like thing to do. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's this. Uh, that is the nature of this sport. I, I wish that that was not a thing. But you know, we we live in a world where 
somebody could suddenly be covered in blood. That just happened. It's weird. Uh, and, you know, I, I sat back in my corner. I tried to allow Boney, uh, you know, a moment to recover, but I, I think that he probably, he probably, you know, he cleared it, cleared it with the referee that he was ready to go. He was good to go. But I think that, you know, there, there's no way to properly recover from this. And it's, it's a bit of a shame because, uh, you know, th- there's always going to be a bit of a, an asterisk with this win after what was otherwise this tremendous match. I mean, the people that were watching this match, they could have told you a long time back uh, looking into the match that it was going to be good. But then the display that Boney put on in this match was unbelievable. The, the guy came out of the gates and was absolutely tearing it up. It was a show to see, and people, like, generally I'll I'll walk into a ring and I'll feel as though, you know, a lot of times the the crowd will will be a bit in favor of, of myself, not to, you know, disparage opponents. But as this match wore on and just the amazing athleticism and performance of Boney, you could feel there was starting to be a bit of a shift, and and people were really, really on board for Boney, and I think anyone, um, if if anyone out there was watching this match and they checked it out, there was a point about halfway through this match where you could have written down in your record books, Boney, new national champion. That this was almost a foregone conclusion. He he was beating me up and down the ring, and then I started mounting a comeback. You know, I. I realized, appreciated, and respected what Boney was doing in the ring and this amazing performance of his. And I, I had to excel my game to match what he was doing and, you know, give him the due respect for what he was accomplishing and try to return it. And I, had, I was mounting this incredible comeback when all of a sudden this strange pall was cast over the match. And I think that while it's a bit regrettable, uh, this strange occurrence at the end of the match, I think myself and Boney can both say that, you know, strange bloodbath aside, uh, it, it was it was a match to remember, and, and it, was a, it was a hell of a match, and I'm, you know, my hat's off to you, Boney. That match, you, you made me have to raise to a level that I wasn't expecting to have to raise on this night. It was definitely one of the better matches of the night. Uh, it was a high intense, and but then, of course, at the finish, Alex Caliber coming in and pouring blood, basically pouring blood all over Boney, distracting him. Do you do you feel like maybe do you feel like maybe the the win was tainted, or do you feel like you know things happen and it is what it is? A little column A, a little column B, LA. You know, it's a, it's a little bit. Um... At this point, it's still a little too early to digest completely my feelings on this match. I, you know, I think that I was in the process of mounting this comeback that could have gone either way. We're probably never going to know what would have happened now, and and I, I really I feel for Boney. Like you know, like I said, I I sat back in my corner. I, I tried to allow Boney some recovery time, but the fact is it was a heroic gesture on Boney's behalf to continue the match at this point. Uh, you know, he, he, he had, you know, nodded to the referee that maybe he was okay, but like we, you can't, 
have something like that happen to you and just be fully ready. And I think that the gesture on Boney's behalf was nothing short of a heroic effort to finish this quality match for everybody in RAWF. It was something that I, I really respect and admire that he was able to do. And now it just brings up these questions that put a bit, a bit of the, the, the goosebumps on you because I remember what Alex's brother Mark was capable of when he was at his most wicked circa immortal. And you've noticed this over the last year or so that the caliber brothers have seemed to have changed in a way. And there there's this, this dark aura about them that that's frankly, it's pretty scary. And to see that firsthand, but not happening to me to be like that close to the action but not have the competitor's brain of like, I have to defeat this guy instead to be seeing this carnage unleashed on another person. It, it was quite jarring. And I, you know, I, I really hope that Boney's able to resolve this situation and uh, walk out the other side, keeping a piece of the sanity, because I'll tell you um, if Alex is anything like his brother, you will be surprised by the links that this guy will go to, to get inside of your head. Well, speaking of that, and we'll get to that in just a second, but Paragon, it was still national champion, uh, so congratulations, and uh, we'll talk more next week about your other match, because that one is ongoing, and that one is a score you have to settle, so we'll see what happens uh, going forward next week. Congratulations on still being national champion, sir. Thank you very much. Speaking of Alex Caliver, and he now, uh, via Vokaroo.com, has a message for a Boney, now who is, of course, the reigning Powerball champion. Boney's out here. This one is from Alex for you. Boney. What you did to my brother was unforgivable. If you think for one second that I'm just going to let you slide by with your renegade brothers and sisters while my brother lays unconscious in the hospital, you are sadly mistaken. No, I've done despicable things to my brother before. But what you did was far worse. He's lying in bed right now unconscious with 16 stitches on the top of his head. You will pay for what you did. Now, I've been tasting a lot of blood lately. You don't believe me? Ask Lord Amadeus. But your blood, Boney, will taste so much sweeter. You will pay for what you've done. 
Man. Those are the words of the vampiric assassin Alex Caliber, Mark Caliber's brother. Now, this is interesting. I think it's the first time we've ever heard from Alex Caliber here on this program. Uh, but, I mean, it, 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 it has been, as Paragon said, a whirlwind. These two have changed, both of them, both brothers, have drastic changes over the last year and a half. And it, it, it's now... I don't even know, but apparently Alex is Alex is very upset about Bo- what Boney did to Mark Caliber at the end of that Powerball match. Your thoughts on this whole situation? Uh, me, I'm starting to think uh, not just one of the brothers is a little cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. I'm starting to think maybe both of them are a little, you know, out there. I'm just saying. Yes. I mean, true enough. However, you can't, you can't, how you say, you you can't hold it against Alex for wanting to defend his brother. So there is that. I mean, most brothers would do the same thing for their brothers. So I also think he needs a lozenge. He might need a lozenge. You, you, You could be right. So with that being said, uh, the situation between Boney and the Calibers is far from over. I have a feeling we will get you have more more information and news about that as the weeks go on. So, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a quick song break. When we return, the Saturday Night Title will be on the line. It will be Beast versus Hotshot Chaz. In action, live here on After Hours. We'll be back in just a moment. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
back here. This is R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I'm Lord Amadeus. This is L. Vacant. And are you ready to call a match, L. Vacant? Si, si. <sighs> that was something special, by the way. That was that was, that was, that was, that was the American Wet Dweem, Dusty Hose, and his version, yeah, singing White Christmas, or his version of, and Anyways, with that being said, it is time. It is time for you to head down the arena tonight. It is the for the Saturday Night Championship, Beast versus Hotshot Chaz. A title match should be a really good match. I will not start the match until I see that both Beast and Hotshot Chaz tell me in the chat they are ready to do this. 
once I see both of them say that in the chat, I will then start the match. But Hotshot Chaz looking for his first RAWF gold could get it tonight here on After Hours if he can get past Anarchy's Beast. Beast is ready. Is the cha- waiting on the challenger now to let me know? And uh, Beast, of course, uh, former Midnight Hobo champion. There he is. All right, here we go. I'm gonna hit the hit the button on to start the match and send it down to Doc Dillinger and L Vacant. All right, L Vacant. This should be a very Interesting contest. Hotshot Chaz, up and comer here in IWF, taking on the steady veteran Beast, or as you like to call him, how do you like to say it? Beast. Exactly. Thank you. But the link is in the chat twice. Thank you, Miss Mavo O'Hare for uh, posting the link, as did L.A. All right, we are here we go. The match is underway. The champion coming out of the blocks quick. European uppercut, vicious chop block, a stunner, a spine buster, and a German suplex. Just a flurry of offense from the Saturday night champion. Oh, and then he just picks him up and ragdolls him in that horrible bear hug. Oh, Oh. Woof, what a flurry of uh, opening flurry by the champion. He means business. He does not want to lose that Saturday night championship. Chaz, though, has been very steady. Up and comers here has been making some noise. Tonight he has his opportunity to win his first REWF gold. But he right now it looks like he has got an uphill battle to do so as the beast just walloped him in their opening salvo. Hey, what is that? Dragon, get away from there. You saw that. He tried. He tried to grab him. Hotshot Chaz shakes it off, though. A couple of flurry matches, European uppercut side headlock, and a German suplex. Goes for a stunner, but the champion reverses it and just is just pounding on the challenger now. Elbow strike, cutter, neck breaker, Canadian destroyer. This man, Beast, Beast is not. Beast is not playing around tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He is just taking it to hot shot Chaz. Chaz has got to pull something out of his hat really quick, or this one's going to be over really quick. Hotshot Chaz doesn't seem to know what he's just hearing him yell. Just hear him see the the body language of Hotshot Chaz. He is absolutely stunned by what he has been enduring thus far. Chaz is not giving up though. A nice little shoulder block. Oh, smashed his head into the turnbuckle a few times there for the fans. Little slingshot elbow. Tries the back body drop, gets it, but goes for a rope ride. Beast shakes that one off and comes back at him with a European uppercut. But no to the stunner as Hotshot Chaz reverses this. Here comes the challenger now. Elbow strike. 
to a hip toss. Oh, hits his own little cutter. Oh, hits his own uh, Canadian destroyer. Look at that. He's not out of this yet. Challenger with a bit of a rally here. Oh, and a super kick. You don't see right a lot of to, those these days. Right to the mush of the Saturday Night Champion. And now it's the challenger looking to get back into this. Beast wildly kicks out it to Hotshot Chaz, who avoids the kick and goes back on offense. Another no shoulder, shoulder block, block. now. Sling, slingshot elbow strike. Goes for a DDT. No good. This could be the champion's chance to finish it off. And European uppercut, a stunner, a spinebuster, and a German suplex that drops him right on the top of his head. Goes for the cover. One, two, three, and Beast is still your Saturday Night Champion. Credit to Hotshot Chaz, though. He tried. He made a hell of a comeback there towards the end, but it was not enough to be. Too little too late and, there, unfortunately. When yeah, you're in the ring little. with uh, Beast. Oh, that's a little active sportsmanship there. Good for Beast. Look at that. Yes, absolutely. Although some people are not so happy with the win. Some people are. We will just. It is what it is. Congratulations to Beast. You are still Saturday Night Champion for the rest of the year. Your next title defense will not be until... Let me look it up. Next year. January Next year, January 9th. So, that you get to go into the new year, Beast, as the, still the Saturday Night Champion. Congratulations. I take it back up to Lord Amadeus in the studio. All right. Wow. That was a good good try, Hotshot Chaz. Still looking for his first RAWF championship, but uh, that was great match. Good comeback there. Uh, I, I I do have a feeling, though, it will not be long before we see Hotshot Chaz with a, some championship gold around his waist. I, I agree. I agree. All right. So let's welcome in now Mr. R.A.W.F., a man who's been, uh, I, I, you know, I almost wonder, maybe Judge believes yeah. in Santa because that's why his attitude's changed. He wants to be good. But then again, he's been talking to Paragon, who doesn't like Santa, so uh, that, that theory's out the window. But for whatever reason, Judgment has turned over a new leaf. Let's talk to Mr. R.A.W.F. <laughs>
gentlemen, he is uh, the puppet master. Well, at least he used to be the puppet master. He is still an icon. He is judgment. Good evening, Judge. Judgment. Judgment. There he is. Hello. There you are. Hola. Hey, Judge. good evening. I'm dancing. Hey, what's up? How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm just. How you doing, El? El, sir. Judge, Judge, I've been. You know, come this time of year, I look forward to Jingle Hell Rock, as as do everybody else. But for a specific reason, it's because you always have your annual candy cane yeah, on a pole match. Me. What? Do a candy cane at me. So, well, I mean, you know. Anyway, oh. Your annual Jingle Hell Rock always always features you in a candy cane on a pole match. However, I've heard through the grapevine that you no longer have any interest in wrestling candy cane on a pole matches. That you want to retire that, which I can understand if that is the case. Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's. it's, it's I mean, I've, I've beaten everyone in have faced, so it's like. Uh, <sighs> I have to go through this again yeah. and beat them again. So yeah, I, I decided this this year to allow the people to have ha, to keep them happy here in RWF, and I'm going to retire the candy cane on a pole match. I'm going to put it to the side. Yeah. So, so it, we, it will be the first Jingle Hell Rock that we've had with no candy cane on a pole match. But I can understand, you know, uh, sixteen years. Sometimes, yeah. um, well, it's it, it, let's. I don't know what years. Sixteen years. Yes. But no, judge. years. And you know, we all look forward to it. But I know I realized it's a you know 2020, probably, and you know you've got the new attitude. It's probably time to change it anyway. So I mean, what? Proud to be a redneck, piece of white trash. I like to sip and I like to spit. I like talking on the phone while I'm taking a shit. I'm proud to be a redneck, piece of white. Motherfucker, you can kiss my ass. So much goddamn weight on my shoulders. All I'm trying to do is live my motherfucking life. Supposed to be happy, but I'm only getting colder. Wear a smile on my face, but there's a demon inside. Ladies and gentlemen, we are being joined by the one and only John the Revelator. John! What is up? Wow. <laughs> Long time well, no I see, heard... my friend. Uh, just, I was just talking to Judge here, and you is there, was there a reason you interrupted? No no offense, glad to see you, but is there a reason you interrupted? I'm here to interrupt my interview. Yeah. What's up? I heard a rumor about Judge not going to do his uh, candy cane on a pole match this year. I was at my job because, obviously, I don't know, I've been retired for like two years, and I was broke. So I got me a job 
a job at the local dollar store. And all the stock and candy canes, and it made me think about Judge. A lot of people want to go for a title, you know, championship, whatever you want to call it. I want an iconic match. I want something that people are going to remember. Not just a title changing hands. I want Judge in a match. You, 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 want, you want me, me in a match. I want you in a candy cane on a pole match. Wait, what? Oh, I'm I said I want you. What's the most iconic? Did he not understand what I just said? Did he not understand it was? I, 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 I know you're a headbanger, rock and roll fanatic. You bang your head on the motorcycle every once in a while. But I, 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 I don't know what's, what's going on, but you, you, did you understand the words coming out of my mouth that I have retired it and put it to the side? I, I understand you got a little shaky in the voice when you said that because maybe you heard maybe I was going to come back and challenge you. You know, we're we're friends and all, but you know when it comes to uh, iconic matches, I'm going to end your winning streak. That's how oh, I'm going to end my name R A W F. That's how you going to okay. You know what? Yeah. <clears throat> he did call it iconic, and he did say that he wanted to end my winning streak. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, it's going to be great to to end it seventeen and zero. So. Against my better judgment, you want it? We we'll do it one last time. There you go, Amadeus. You got one more candy cane on a pole match against the hell of later. All right. Well, he's got his match. You got your match, John. You got your match. I got my match. Uh, wow. So we are going to have a candy cane on a pole match. For Jingle Hall Rock, Christmas has come early. Uh, it will be Judgment versus John the Revelator, Candy Cane on a pole. That is a uh, judge. I mean, I are you? I never had no one come and want to do it like that. I mean, it just, it just, it just, it's going to be a, it's going to be an epic match because he's he's come out of retirement for this. He said he was working at the local dollar store, and he put candy canes up, and he thought of it, and he wanted to come do it. So, you know, hey, I mean, it's just a holiday, so i got to give the charity, so I might as well let him be my little charitable case this time and give him what he wants. <laughs> I just want to end your winning, your winning streak, and uh, then you can go off oh. your retirement or be a broadcaster or whatever you want to do because you won't be able to hack it in the ring anymore. Oh no no no! See, I'm not retiring. It's, I'm going to retire the match, but we're going to we're going to make sure that we won't be ending that winning streak because, you know, I'm looking at me. I'm 17 and 0 right now, and you know, it, it it'll it's going to just be great. And you're 18 and 0 when I get to beat you. How does his number keep growing? <laughs> he must be having candy cane on a pole matches on, on the side that I don't know about. That's all I can. I, I have no idea. You know, I, figured out, I figured out how he stays undefeated. He just doesn't count the ones he loses. That's right, exactly. That's how Judge likes it. He likes it on the He must be I don't know. Okay, whatever. It will be Judgment, John the Revelator, Candy Cane on a pole match 
at Jingle Hell Rock. Gentlemen, uh, good luck, uh, Judge. Uh, you know. Uh, well, John, it's good to see you. Good to see you back. Uh, back in RAWF, back active. How 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 has it been since since you came out of retirement? How are you feeling it? Uh, feeling I'm the feeling groove. It. I got back into my groove, and then I stepped in a match with Paragon, and he literally whooped my ass. So I need this match with Judge to get me back up on my pedestal. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's and then good. maybe I'm, uh, Paragon might be uh, in, you know, may come after him. Oh, okay. Well, it, it Ooh, certainly wow. would. It certainly will be a marquee match at Jingle Hell Rock, and certainly a big one if you were to be, beat Judgment in the Candy Cane on a pole. He's he's made a lot of f- people famous with that Candy Cane and his pole. Wait, let me rephrase that. The <laughs> the match, the match. Not, anyways. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you, John. Judge, any any parting thoughts? No, no, got no parting thoughts tonight. Okay. All right, John. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Don't be a stranger. Well, and, I'll uh, be here every week. The twenty seventh. Judges just gonna hate it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, Jingle Hell Rock will come to you live from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, three weeks from tomorrow night, December twenty seventh. Uh, it is going to be already shaping up to be uh, a really good card, just because we have a candy cane on a pole match. What what more do you really need? But at any rate, ah, that being said, let's bring on. Our reigning Midnight Hobo champion. He is Black Irish's own lovely. Gentlemen, she is Maeve O'Hare, reigning Midnight Hobo champion. Congratulations on your successful title defense at Black Friday, Maeve. More there for a question, lad. Well, thank you. Good evening, vacant. Hola, congratulations. You got a See, seat for the winner here. Upbeat, right, dude? Upbeat. You know, it's, there's, you don't you don't drop the syllable at the end. It makes it sound like a question. How you doing, boss man? 
I'm doing good, Maeve, how, and uh, still Midnight Hobo champion. Uh, so congratulations. A big. How was? Tell me about the match with Beast and uh, how it, how it all went down. It were um, interesting. We'll we'll go with interesting. Um, yeah, he turned he turned up. He had had Cassie Joe along with him, which I which I expected. And uh, then we had an unexpected visitor. Uh, not that it not that it did much much good, but you know. It is what it is. Honestly, I were expecting more of a fight from Beast. Yeah, he 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 put up a hard fight to keep that belt. He didn't try near so hard to get it back from me. Okay. Oh, good. Congratulations. Okay, there, boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Maeve. So, what is next uh, for you? You think what 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 will go going forward for you and Black Irish? You mean now have the Platinum Dragon title and the Midnight Hobo title? Tell me about what Black Irish's plans are. I mean, our plans are to keep on winning belts and and defend them. Uh, it's looking very likely that. I'll have a vested interest in the world title match one way or another. And for once, it's not going to be me getting the arse kicked, so I can sit back and enjoy. Other than that, I mean, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We're uh, trying to bring up the tone around here, but uh, some people are less than eager to expand their horizons. And that's fine. I mean, every every company's got to have curtain jerkers. <laughs> so tell me more about, I, I need to know, because we don't get to hear from you other than, you know, we never get to hear from you. Tell me about Scythe and what you think all of a sudden, I mean, Scythe was an afterthought before this breaking fear. Now all of a sudden, number two? Explain that one to me. What 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 who what have you guys what? been doing doing to size? What did I tell you when he first joined Black Irish? I told you not to overlook my best friend. Didn't I warn you? That's what they did. That they overlooked him, and he went out there and he did what he did. I mean, he's unstoppable with God for a reason. All right. Well, we'll find out where he ends up, finishes, and I'm sure you're very proud of IKP for winning the Platinum Dragon Championship. Of course I am. I mean, I honestly thought it would be more of a fight for him, too. Because, I mean, let's be honest, as, as much as we all like to slag off on Sheik and say he's, 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 he's dirty and he cheats and he's awful and blah, 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 we all hate him. You can't take away from him that when he wants to, and when he's not facing English, he's a good fighter. But I mean, maybe maybe IKP just picked the right trainer. And I'm looking forward to seeing what IKP lad's going to be doing with that cha- championship, because I know that unlike some folks around here, he's not going to back down from challenges. So you might be seeing that platinum dragon belt defended more than just once a month on pay per view. Mm. 
All right. So, sounds like... Black yeah, I can she's in here writing checks for you. Uh, are you aware of that? <laughs> you, sir, need to, need to watch yourself. Because you're trying to instigate. Me? You. You were the one who just signed him up to defend his title. I said that I would not be surprised to see him do it. That is not a promise. That is an observation from someone who knows him. Now, if I were out here and I were like, all right, you know, first person to test me gets a match with IKP for the Platinum Dragon title, then that would be signing him up for something he didn't agree to. But that's not what I'm doing here. Please don't test me. Don't don't do it. I certainly I certainly don't need no dick pics. Don't 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 even not even one. All the dick pics can go to judgment. I will give you his number after the show. But I will warn you that if it that if it's not worth up to his standards, then he will make fun of it. I believe that. He's got a whole ranking system. It's actually quite entertaining. I, I think it's more. I think we're already in the realm of more than I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she is reigning Midnight Hobo Champion. She is the lovely Maeve O'Hare. Thank you, Maeve. Thank you, both, man. Next up is our reigning FUBAR City Champion. She just arrived mo- moments ago. She is the one and only. <laughs> gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Good evening, L.A. How are you? I am wonderful. El Vacant, say hi to the cougar. Hola, cougar. Hola, Vacant. Como esta? I'm better now. So, cougar, first of all, how are you? How are the, how is it, how is the, how, how is the babies? They are all right. We have them at the, in the medical the, medical wing of the compound because they were a little bit early, but that's to be expected with multiple births. They seem to be thriving, though, and we go down and see them every chance we get. That's why I was running late today. Well, I congratulations. myself away. Congratulations to you and Nightcrawler on having the twins. So, uh have you name? What are, uh, do we have? I'm certain we have names. What are the names? Tatiana Marie and Savannah. Okay. 
Wow. So, well, happy birthday to Tatiana <laughs> and Savannah then. Since, uh, but good to hear that you're doing well after after the occurrences of Black Friday and how that may have provoked the, the birth to happen prematurely. But, you know, glad that you're okay. Talk to me about the match, first of all, with Hot Shot Chaz for the Fubar City Championship. Like I said, Chaz was not ready for me. However, I did see some things that were quite impressive with him, and I do agree that he will soon have gold around his waist. Um, But I went into that match knowing I was going to own the match, which I did. He didn't stand a snowball's chance in Hades of getting that title from me. Well, and he, you know, he's, he's going to get a title one of these days. I'm not sure of that, but wasn't to be at Black Friday. You are still Fubar City champion. However, was unable to unseat Tigress of the Estrogen Championship. Tell me about that match. That was a match that I expected. It was very good. It went down to the wire. Um, I'm not impressed how some people think that just because they won the match, they owned the match. Because you cannot own a match where the difference between you retaining your title and losing your title is whether you can do a move or uh, botch a move. That's how close that match was. Had Tigress botched her last set, I would have taken that title from her. She knows it. I know it. And what I find funny is she owned that match, but when I threw a challenge out there to her, she couldn't own up to that. But then again, I don't think there's any renegades other than Mithras that defends their titles on something other than a pay-per-view. Okay. Well, I mean, it could be that could be a fair fair assessment. So with that being said, Coops, what's next for you in your career now that you no longer have to worry about the physical limitations of being pregnant? Um, there's a few things that I uh, am trying not to speak on as Nightcaller wants to handle them, and I will allow him to do so. So I am going to continue to concentrate on the tag matches with my tag partner, Beast, so that we can get those titles for Abby. All right. So you weren't here when we did the GM reports. I I basically said what you had to say, but do you have anything to add to your your high-voltage invitational GM report? Uh, Just that we will only be having three tournaments this season, as uh, Chris did decide to keep his spot. However, with him going after that title tomorrow, should Griff lose to him, Griff will have the option of taking that spot or not. If that happens, we'll have to figure out how to fill that, that, fifth, that eighth spot, that he will have that option should he lose. Otherwise, it'll stay with Chris. All right. Fair enough. 
fair enough. That title match will happen tomorrow. Uh, it will be the Immortal Griffith defending the White Lightning Championship against the attraction against the unsettled Chris Cage. All right. All right. Thank you, Coogs, very much, and uh, congratulations once again. Thank you, darling. You have a good evening. You too. All right. We're going to take another quick storm break. We'll return. We will talk to Crushing Kelly uh, and uh, promotions. We'll talk about other stuff, too, as well. Uh, Let's see here. I know it's on here somewhere. I've been wanting to play this one. There it is. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Radio Network. Our next guest has uh, had some issues with the aforementioned Nightcrawler uh, and and Coogs. We need to talk to her about that as soon as I find. There it is. Let's bring on the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, she is crushing Kelly. Good evening, Kelly. Good evening, LA. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, can't really talk about your match with Black Friday with Moxie because it's not actually officially over yet. But you're already thinking ahead uh, to Jingle Hell Rock. First of all, your hometown of Milwaukee will be the host for Jingle Hell Rock. I assume you're pretty excited about that. Yeah, I get to go home, see family, and uh, home field advantage. So we won't get into too much about why Nightcrawler, you and Nightcrawler are having issues because it's a, it's a bit it's a bit of a uh, sensitive situation the whole thing. But uh, he did call you out on the table for something. You called him out for a match at Jingo Hell Rock. Uh, what is what kind of match were you wanting with Nightcrawler? It is called a Yuletide Metal Massacre. All hardcore, three hundred percent health, no countouts, no DQ, and it's almost similar to my Thanksgiving bash, but this time. We will have multiple, as many musical instruments, amplifiers, speakers, and whatnot surrounding the ring that you can imagine. And they're all legal. Okay. And have you gotten a response from Nightcrawler on this at all yet? Oh, boy, I have. And he's had plenty to say in the scene, as well to me, as well as to IKP. All right. So is that match then official? Oh, I will definitely say it's official because we're both really geared up for this match. See, in this sensitive situation, he has called me a bitch. And really, it's, I'm not really offended by the word, by any means. I've probably heard a hell of a lot more worse in my time in WU. But, the whole point is, I actually thought that he would be viewed as a friend of mine here in RAWF. And apparently, this sensitive subject that we're not going to talk about has spurred him to go against me and think that I'm some murderous person going after his lovely twins. And so he's chosen to revenge on me in any way, shape, or form. And I thought I'd beat him to the punch at Jingle Hell Rock. So if he wants me, he's got me at Jingle Hell Rock in the Yuletide Metal Massacre hardcore since he was begging for it. And I am no newbie to hardcore. So if he wants it, I'll be glad to jingle and rock more than his bells at the pay-per-view. 
All right. Well, well then we'll call it official for Jingo Hell Rock. Then it will be a Yuletide Metal Massacre, Crushing Kelly versus Nightcrawler. All right. You got it, Kelly. Good luck. Thank you. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the promo part of our program now. I'll go around the horn and see if anybody wants what people want to promote. Uh, I'll start with IKP. Anything you'd like to promote, sir? No, the only, the only thing I've got is uh, putting that matchup with Slashy. Other than that, I'm good. All right. I will get a hold of Slashy and make sure he's all right with that match. Uh, and we'll have that for tomorrow as well as the White Lightning and Superstars Championship matches. Uh, Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yeah, um, I'd like to promote the number two ranked wrestler in RAWF, my best friend, Unstoppable Unstoppable God Scythe. I can't talk tonight. I swear I haven't had that much to drink. Uh, And I would like to promote how very, very difficult it's going to be if the title match ends up being what I think it's going to be at Jingle Hell Rock. All right. Thank you, Maeve. Paragon, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, Yes, I I don't have any particular timetable. It could be uh, within a couple of weeks. It could be a month or two from now still. But um, everybody can be uh, informed that I'm working on a very special project for RAWF that will involve um, a, a large portion of the roster and it will be coming up sometime in the near future. So keep an eye out. All right. Uh, Coogs, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Just a couple things. First, please remember that signups for High Voltage will end tomorrow at 5 p.m. The tournaments will start shortly thereafter. Second, I would like to also let you know that the scene for the new division will be going out within the next week. Uh, Look for that, and I hope everybody is going to enjoy that one. Uh, Third, I would like to thank, I mean, congratulate Beardy for winning the Memorial Tournament, and I am doing payouts on that today for anybody who has won. And um, I want to I want to say thank you to all these new champions coming up that are willing to fight other than at a pay-per-view. All right. Thank you. John, John the Revelator, anything you'd like to promote tonight? I got nothing tonight. All right. Thank you, John. Judge? Judge? No? All right. Judge is not here. El Vacant, what would you like to promote tonight? I would like to uh, promote that uh, for the holidays uh, at the at the all, at all of the taco trucks, we will now be having uh, uh, special uh, Mexican, Mexican hot chocolates. Uh, a little different than what you're used to do in uh, you know the United States here, but you know I, I highly recommend you try it. It's very very yummy, a little spicy, but uh, yeah. So, so at all of the trucks until now through the holidays, there will be the the, the special Mexican hot chocolates. All right, thank you, Elvigan. Uh Kelly, did I already ask you? 
no. Good. All I have it to promote is IEW, Inland Empire Wrestling, is recruiting. I will post the link in the chat. And we're recru- recruiting, trying to build up our roster, especially our Fixins roster. So check out the scene. Uh, you can click on the logo to check out the company page. And if you're interested and like what you see, ask me or Chris Sharpstein for an invite. All right. Last but not least, the Immortal Griffin. As we bring this year to a close, I just want each and every one of you out there to remember, regardless of how your last match went, regardless of how your last pay-per-view went, regardless of how your this season went for you, keep in mind that each and every one of you is a superstar in the single best company this industry has ever seen. So if you're down on yourself right now, remember you earned your place here. There's a reason you're here. Keep your chin up. Keep doing what you're doing. Eventually the spotlight will find you. This is R.A.W.F. We don't have losers here. We just have people that aren't currently winning. All right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to call it an early night tonight. Uh, we will be back next week here on R.A.W. After Hours for uh, final rankings, Jingle Hell Rock con- contenders matches, and, uh, of course, more Christmas fun. Who knows what will happen. <sighs> this has been R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Say goodnight, Al Vegas. Goodnight, Al Vegas. <laughs>